What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fab, Freddie Fox, America's Big Brother, and we back with another episode of the Saturday Night Sit Down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fab, Freddie Fox, America's Big Brother. And today I got the pleasure of sitting down with my boy Dex Field. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. Just chilling, Freddie. Glad to be on the show with you, man. Nah, nah, I appreciate it, man. And um, it's interesting because I want to start off a little bit differently because, um, you know, you reached out to me and, you know, asking to be on the show. So my question first off is, have you ever done a podcast before? This is your first one. Nah, it's my first time. Okay. And um, just what was it about my show that made you say, hey, man, I, I want to get on there? Uh, no, nah, I just kind of see what you was doing. And, um, I don't know, you, you, you talk to some dudes, some cats or whatever, and you talk about some real topics. So I was just like, um, maybe that's something I want to do, you know, maybe that's something I want to try out. So I decided to reach out, you know? Okay. Well, I appreciate that, man. Well, thank you so much for reaching out, man. So, uh, as I tell everybody and just kind of breaking down the, uh, the whole concept of the show and everything is just really trying to help the younger generation or give advice to help people that's coming up after us to make their lives into adulthood and man a little bit easier by, you know, sharing some of our experiences, some of our ideas, viewpoints, stuff like that, that may help encourage them or help them find their way a little bit easier. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So as I ask everybody, and the very first question to you, uh, what are the qualities or characteristics you feel make up a good man or a good person? Um, a good man, a good man is, I was, was always taught, a good man is the one who provides for his family, you know, through, through thick and thin, no matter what. And um, just being there to uh, guide their children or whatever through life, you know. And I say that I, I, that's one of my biggest things, too, is I, I, I struggle with you know, being a provider in the sense that that's just my number one priority. If I, if I, if I even I may be doing everything I need to for my family, as my wife says right now, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to, to be home with the kids. Um, I got my T-shirt business, you know, doing little things on the side there. And now I'm doing my podcast. And, you know, there's times where bills may come up and stuff like that that made me feel a little bit the pressure of. Maybe I'm not doing enough or what I need to do for my family. But I've always been one to take up any job. I'm not, I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty, do what I got to do, as long as I know that I'm going to put food on the table for my family, because that's, that's the number one concern, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, now, now, for you, what do you think are some of your, your key morals or things that you live by day by day that, that you stand by? Um, family, number one. Um. Well, just what I've come to learn as I'm coming more into my adulthood, um, family is key, man. You know, especially genuine family, because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. not not all family is good family, you know. So, but um, definitely, uh, family is is number one, and um, I don't know. I've, I've come from a big family myself. Just my father's side, let alone my my dad's one of thirteen kids, you know. So. Wow. Yeah, it's true. I mean, family, family's huge, man. I think um, it's just that everybody says that too, and it's not just the people that that you 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 share blood with. You get to pick your own family, you know, people that you come around and go in close contact with and share a certain bond with. 
that's your family through thick and thin. And sometimes they might be even even closer than, than your real family. Yeah, for, for sure. Because, you know, I've, I've been through it with good family and bad family. And um, my family used to be more so close when I was younger. Um, but then everybody kind of scattered and separated once my grandmother died. Um, but that's the, the base of any family because, you know, they were kind of the back, backbone of the family, you know. Yeah, 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 that matriarch. I think it is. And um, uh-huh. and, and and also, it's a new day and age, you know. Families don't click how they used to. Um, some still do, but I don't know. Everything is just kind of all, all crazy today, you know. Yeah, I felt the same too. Just growing up, and my my mom was was is the the matriarch holding everybody together, and um. And all the parties and all Christmas stuff was held in my house, and we always got to get together. And and it's it's kind of sad that, yeah, like you said, now nowadays people are kind of moving away from that, or just just not being as close as they are with their family. And it's sad because sometimes you know you need somebody to turn to, you need somebody to have your back, and and it's always good to have your family there to support you in times of need because you, we never know what's going on, especially now with all this COVID stuff and everything, and people getting locked in the house and. And all the other things is that we don't know what to expect. Tomorrow's never promised, so we really got to stay true yeah. to what we have. Yeah, because only you know, one side walk past each other like the strangers and shit. You know, it's it's sad. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, man. So it's very, very important to have our family. And and like you said, your dad is is one of thirteen, so that that's a big family on his on his own. Near for well, what was your relationship with your dad like growing up? Um. Well, my dad, uh, my dad put me and my siblings through a lot um, as kids, you know. My dad, he was a, you know, black African-American, black African-American entrepreneur. Um, He, you know, all come from nothing from down south and all that. He um, had, he was able to acquire several businesses, but then um, blew it all and um, got involved with drugs. So it's like once I was born, mm-hmm. um, I hit part of that period of his life, you know, when he was doing drugs, you know, so I went through some of that. I've been in the streets with him, been in drug houses with him and all that stuff, but it wasn't all bad with my dad, you know. He did teach me too as well uh, after, you know, after that chapter in my life when he came home and um, he cleaned up. Um, the home improvement business, you know, different odds and ends, plumbing, electrical, painting, different stuff. And, um, but over that, overall, he always, even though my dad did the stuff he did, he was still the definition of a man because he always came back to his family and always took care of his kids. Um, Mm. No matter all the wrongdoings he did to me and my sisters, um, to my mom, because he, Definitely did my mom wrong in plenty of ways, um, cheating on her, all types of stuff. But um, he's always came back and took care of us, you know. So that's something that I always cherish and always remember. And he taught me how to work with my hands since I was young, young, you know. And that's uh helps me today. That carries me a long way because now today, you know, I've uh I've worked on cars and I've now today I do HVAC, I do plumbing. And doing HVAC and plumbing, it, should, it comes easy to me because of 
stuff that my dad told me, you know. Well, that, that's deep, man. And, and as big as your dad, too, you know, I know there's a lot of people who who go through, um, I guess, different addictions and, and hardships in their lives, and they just let that overcome them and defeat them. But by the sounds of it, your dad, like, he always came home and made sure that he had his priorities in order to a certain extent to make sure that you guys were good and, and teaching you on the way. So that, that's a big move on his part, you know. And um, and believe me, it's a it's a daily battle and a daily struggle. I still fight with you know old stuff that I've been through as a kid and old demons and stuff I put myself through. So um, every day is a battle, man. But every day is another opportunity to succeed and do something about life. You know. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's it's as I was saying the other day with somebody else is it's not where we where we started. It's where we end. You know, we don't have to be born and left in the gutter. We can make something of ourselves if we really try and, and, and focus on the positive and, and know that there's more to life and, and have something to live towards and, and then fight for that. That gives that push so that we don't give up and that we continue to move forward. And, and one thing, you know, I mean, I know it's always going to be like that. I don't like my society. Like say just for instance, social media, for instance, you know, people see, you dress a certain way or this, that, and the way, and they assume everything's good just because you have a nice outfit on. People are so judgmental, you know, mm-hmm. saying this person's that, this person's that, you know, but it's not it's not always the case, you know, because people could be smiling and, and behind the scenes, they could be going through the worst, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, a couple episodes ago, I was sitting down with my boy, Rich Talsic, and he had said something that, that really kind of stood out to me is, as everybody always says, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. But he also said, don't let that green grass fool you. You know what I mean? You don't know what's going in there. You don't know what's going on and you don't know what's behind the scenes. And, and it's kind of sad that uh, that social media, it's good and bad social media to a certain extent because, you know, you can reach so many people and communicate. But also there's a lot of lies that's there that if you don't know how to navigate or really dig deeper, you can be fooled a lot of the times. Like you said, you know, a lot of times people are smiling and showcasing all stuff like that. And not, that's not even a car. They just seen it walking by. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, I'm going to post this on my page or, or you know, I'm going yeah. to put on this real nice outfit real quick, take a couple of photos. And I'm going to return them back to the store because I ain't got no bread to, to feed my kids, you know? And it's it's all of a side just trying to appease people that they don't even like, you know, and people really don't care, you know what I mean? As they, they see it and then they move on. Exactly. Or Or... They might say, oh, this person got this. He think he's all this and all that and this and third. No, that's not the case. That person is just living their life and living how they feel comfortable. Yeah. You know? yeah. Not yeah. to appease you. To appease you, appease you or appease you. They're just, you know, living their life. Yeah, and people will take it personal. Or, or as I listened to some before, like, you know, we, we look at other people's lives and, and assume that we need to be where that person is. And why? We're all individuals. We all have our own set of different goals it, and views of what's happiness. Exactly. Because how I figure my life, I'm in my own lane, you know. I'm not trying to outdo you, outdo you, or outdo you. I'm trying to outdo the old me and get better. You know, we're all in our own lane. We all have our own story and we all have our own paths, you know. None of them should intertwine, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and that's one of the things that, that that scares me these days, too, is that these younger kids see the next person, you know, flashing a stack of cash and that greed and that jealousy comes into place and they got to try to outdo them or put people down. And then we've lost so many people to gun violence and, and stupid things because they want to have no. what you have or, you know what I mean? Be greedy or 
or any of those things. Total nonsense. Total nonsense. It doesn't make any sense, you know. It's sad. It absolutely is. Absolutely is. So, and and, and I know. I, and well, first off, again, I know a couple of weeks ago you just got your license off that for HVAC. So, congratulations to you on that, and then continuing to better yourself, man. That's a big move, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. And I I worked I worked hard for that, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember um, for myself, I was uh, I didn't I didn't graduate from college up until last year, really. You know, I got out of high school. I started Gibbs, and um, and I and I just I I wasn't ready for it. It wasn't my time. And for the longest time, I wanted to to make sense of myself and get that degree. And I and I was able to get that opportunity. And I and I worked hard, man. There's plenty of nights where, you know, I, I cried myself to sleep, but struggling and wanted to give up and wanted to quit because there was just so much going on. But at the end, um, lucky for myself, and I had my daughter and my son who were really my motivation because I wanted to show them that anything is possible. And I wanted to show that, you know, your dad and anybody, if they put their mind on something, they can make that accomplishment, you know? Yeah, you, you can't you can't give up, bro. You cannot give up, man, because um, you just got to stay positive, man, and um, just keep pushing. Even when it don't seem like it's going to happen, you know? You just got to keep going. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I, I guess that's the big thing for you is that, you know, your dad was able to teach you a lot of things with his hands and stuff. And from your relationship, apart from, from the hands-on things, what are other things that you learned from your relationship with him? I don't know. Well, it's like when we were younger, we kind of, I kind of lost that bond with him. And today for me to go to talk to him is, uh, you know, we could talk for a little bit, but it's not really there as of right now and um personally i'm working on that you know because you know the bible and my sister always instilled in my head that you know we always got to be good with our parents no matter what they have done you know because in order to be blessed in life you gotta uh you gotta be good by your parents you know and uh me and my dad has have had a bumpy, bumpy relationship, you know, throughout my life. But um, my my mom, man, she got all of me, you know. My mom has been there for me, like no other, you know. That's my angel. Yeah, yeah. But, my mom's a special man. Moms are very, very special. I had a, like I tell everybody, yeah, my dad was in the house all the time, and we had an up and down relationship as well. It was, you know, when I was younger, we. We did a lot of things together and I started getting older. We kind of drifted apart and, you know, we started getting better again than when I was older. But um, that, that was one thing for myself is that, like you said, you know, I, I'm whatever happened with him, he, he was going through his own things at the time. I can't take that personal to a certain extent. I just got to try to understand him and, 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 and be there and just be the bigger person, you know, really build yeah. that communication and you get to learn. Yeah, that's what I'm doing today, brother. And to be honest, I'm not quite there to, you know, I'm just sharing with you my thoughts of what I got to work on with myself. I got to work on getting there, you know. I'm still angry about a lot of shit that happened with him and can't understand it, but I, it's not our jobs to understand that shit, what, what they did. Right. You know, right. just let it be. Just let it be what it is and make peace with it. And, and you know, because we can't change it. It's not our job to make sense of it. Yeah, I mean, we can't change what happened in the past. All we can do is move forward. 
because we'll be driving ourselves crazy, you know, just like it's, it's like a dog chasing his tail. We'll be chasing our tail forever, trying to resolve the shit, you know, and it's just not going to happen. No, definitely. And it's not. And, and, and it is going to take time. I'm Wounds take time, you know, especially when someone that close as your parents. Your, uh, I remember one point my, my dad came home and he was drunk, drunk as hell. And he went off on me and it saw the hell out of me because I was overweight. And um, that very night, I remember I told my mom, I was like, yo, I hate this dude. I do. I hate him with a passion. And, and I, I kept my, my distance from him because I was, yeah, my dad, you know, you, you brought me into this world. How could you be so cruel, you know, and, 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 and so hurtful when the outside world is already doing that? I'm supposed to come home to my peace and, and be, you know, protected and safe. And you just bashing me. Um, and I had that conversation with him as I got older. And I said, you know what, man, it, it was it was a bad time. He was drunk, you all this stuff. And, and I could move on from that. I just need to let you know how that made me feel. However you want to respond to that is up to you, but I'm getting it off my chest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that's how I went about that. And, and, and being that, well, you know, the things that I've seen, the do's and don'ts that him has taught me what I want to do with my own kids and then how to raise them. So, so for you, I know you got your little girl and stuff. And and how, what are some things that you try to teach her or that you try to do different? Well, um, my dad was, you know, getting high and stuff. I was pissing in a cup for this dude. I seen this dude get high. I heard him in other other room fighting with other guys. You know, as a as a young kid, you know. So I don't want to put my daughter through none of any type of those things like she's not gonna go through none of that i don't want to put her through like a father of being in jail i want to be a father that's always going to be there for my daughter every second and every minute that she needs me um you know and this is my first child you know i'm still learning you know i'm not the perfect father but and i'm never going to be the perfect perfect father but i'm working damn near towards it you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know it's very important and and, and being it for the kids because as you can see you know the 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 impact of your dad had on you either being here not being near the good and the bad and how that affected you like you said now you know you would you you grown you got your own kid and you still got to battle some of those demons that he had put you through um, and and it's sad, so it's important for us to to really be the best that we could be. And I'm sure, like well, with your mom and my mom, you know, they they weren't perfect. They made mistakes, but they were there. You know, they were there and trying their best. And as long as we knew that they were trying, that's what meant the world for us. You know. Yeah, my, my my mom worked two jobs to take care of me and my sisters. So you know, when my dad was out in the street and all that, two jobs: hell, sleep, rain, snow. You know, mm-hmm. she was working, walking home late at night. I remember back in the day, I lived on the water side and um, she couldn't even catch a cab if she wanted to, to my street because a freaking uh, a lady out of a taxi or something had got murdered at the top of my street on a dead end on the water side. Wow. So she, so she couldn't even catch the taxi over there if she wanted to. And my mom would work all types of hours at the, at the night. You know, she do the bank during the day and she do Macy's. At first it was JCPenney's, you know, but then JCPenney's went out of business. Stanford in the mall, Stanford Mall. Mm-hmm. Then, it was at, then it was Macy's. Yeah, man, and, and I've seen it too. I remember my mom. Um, when she got here, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't finish high school. 
So she got here and she was trying to get her GED to do better at her job. And my dad, for whatever reason, he he didn't want to like even look watch us. You know, I mean, he's living in the house, he's home, and my mom was trying to go to school. And he's like, Yo, I ain't watching the kids. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it was just trying not to help her or what 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 the deal was, but she was like, you know what, I'm going. And she would take me and my sister and we would just be waiting in, 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 in a lobby at the school. I used to hang out with the janitor because he he seen my mom crying one day and was like, yo, just, I got you. You know, whenever you come here with the kids, just leave them with me and I watch them till your class is over. Um, and she did whatever she had to do to make sure that she was good for us. You know, regardless of what my dad was, or what he was doing or whatever, like if he ain't gonna do it, I gotta do it myself. And I gotta make sure my kids is good. Yep. Yeah, so it's... It is very, very hard with that situation, man. So, and I know that we were all different. I think for myself, it is, is I was a total different person, you know, before my kid was born. It was a whole different, different look on life for myself. For you, when, when your daughter was born, what do you think has changed what about yourself since becoming a father? Um, get me wrong. I'm still getting my stuff out the way, but. Uh, I still have gotten, you know, and still to this day, in a little bit of trouble in my life. Um, but now more so, I know that today that I can't allow that to happen anymore. Um, for me doing something stupid to be away from my daughter, you know, when she needs me. And better yet, my mom needs me, my family needs me to be here, you know. I need to be here for myself, you know, because that's no life to live. Hmm. Yeah, no, that that is true, and it's very, and everything is different. I mean, for myself, I remember growing up, um, and just how I was with 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 um, seeing girls who had daddy issues, you know, and just the the negative impact that that had on them, and looking for love in all the wrong places, and and really, um, you know, not respect themselves the way that they should have because of that lack of that father figure. So it was it was a very big eye opener for me for my daughter when I had her like you know seeing that and that impact of what happened to other women and and and, and all that and all those things I got I got to be there I got a teacher you know yep you don't really come to learn that once you be until you become a parent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things are a lot different when when, when you have when because because again before that it's just, it's just you you know you might be in a relationship with somebody else but all the person the only person you really got to be responsible for is yourself. You know, yeah. and then when you have kids, it's it's a whole different outlook. Like everything that you do impacts the life of somebody else dramatically, you know, dramatically. So it's, it's very important that you, you you try to always think twice before you make a move because it's not just it's not just you anymore. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. sure man. So um, now as we coming up here, man, I mean, for you as, 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 as going through things, man, in your life, what do you think has been the, uh, the best advice you've ever received? Um, shoot, to, I mean, put, put it in God's hands, you know, because God, God is in control of everything. Man, he's, he's brought me back to where I'm at in life today, you know. Because, I mean, there was a point in life to where I was ready to give up completely, you know? Mm. Yeah, no, I've every, been there. On, on, on everything, you know? Lost lost all interests in life. Lost all interest in stuff that I love to do. You know, I was just in that black hole to where, you know, I didn't care about life and didn't want to live anymore. Mm. 
Well, I mean, I ain't you on that, man. How did you, how did you get yourself out of that? Was it finding God or what else helped you get through out of that situation? Um, I mean, I, I've always knew God, but I put myself closer to him now, you know, I put my life more in his hands, you know, and don't, I'm not perfect still today, but I still put my life more so in God's hands today. Just ask him to guide me and um, point me in the right direction all, all the time, you know. I mean, sometimes I don't, but um, that's my heart more so today. And um, I don't know, I've, I've been getting back in tune with church, you know. I've been attending Bible study and everything, you know. I've just been full force, um, you know, because it's time for a change overall in my life just to be a better man overall for me, my family, for my daughter. Yeah, yeah, and no, I hear that. I mean, I, I've been there too. I, I've, I've attended suicide on some occasions, and 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 obviously, I'm here for a reason. And I mean, well, it was a couple of weeks ago, man. I went through a really, really big breakdown, and um, I, I just was ready to give up all, all on everything again. And um, and I started watching. And my daughter was actually trying to see this movie called Raya and the Last Dragon from Disney. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, baby, let's just watch it. You know, and we're watching a movie. And, and in short, it's about this little girl. Her dad, All she has is her dad. He gets turned to stone. And she's spending all these years trying to figure out how to get him back. And at one point during the movie, I mean, my daughter just turned to me and grabbed me and just squeezed me and held me real tight. And I, and I thought back at that moment, like, you know, how much she needs me and how stupid and selfish I would have been if I would have took myself out of here just because I'm going through a little struggle, because I'm going through some pain, because I'm, I'm, I'm finding some hard or difficult. I need to show her how to be strong. I need to really be here exactly. for her, you know, and, and that really opened up my eyes. And I was like, yo, I, I, I got to make a change. I got to do something better because she needs me. She needs me. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. She definitely does, you know. Man, as my witness, I don't want anybody, you know, taking advantage of my daughter the way she shouldn't be taking advantage of, you know. Right. Got to be here to show her the ropes, you know? Exactly, exactly. The do's and the don'ts, and, and it's, it's, it's different because uh, I, got, I got two. I got a little girl. My daughter, she's about to be six in November, um, and my son uh, turned two this past April. And it's a whole uh, different dynamic and really teaching them, you know. I'm teaching my daughter, you know, what to look for in a good man and, 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 and and really try to be there and support her and show her what love truly is and then trying to teach your son how to do that, you know, how to be a man, how to be strong, how to take care of your family. Um, and and, and it's, it's a challenge, but it's something that I'm up for. I've always wanted to be a father since, since the moment I was 13 and my first niece was born and I held her. I knew that I wanted to be a dad. And, and, and now that I am, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing. It's, 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 it's hard. It is hard, man. A lot of people um, may not realize how the difficulties that's there because you're always second guessing yourself. You know, you're not sure if you're doing the right thing or how that's going to impact them or what's going to change because we know, especially like you said, with everything that you've gone through the first hand, you know, the, the, the damage that, you know, their mistakes could have on us. And yeah. we just try to be perfect and try to avoid that, but we don't really know how that's going to affect our children because they're, they're different people. They're a whole unique person, you know? So it's, it's very, hard to try to figure out what the right move is. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. So um, going on here, last question I got for you as we're wrapping up. Um, 
what do you what is some advice if you had to look back at your younger self let's just say what would be a piece of advice you would offer yourself to help you become better and growing up um i would have kind of um pulled myself back from the streets more um you know because uh i definitely got deep into the streets um And I would definitely tell myself to back up from that, you know, because today, today I have a record, you know, and as a black man, as a minority, you know, it just makes it, it's already hard being a minority, you know, but it just makes it even harder today, you know, and once you get into that type of lifestyle and that mentality, um, you know, Sometimes the cons it never goes away because sometimes you have your triggers and your, uh, you know, some things that make you want to go back sometimes to kind of backstep and, you know, end up messed up again. You know, I would, uh, yeah, I would definitely tell my younger self to, like, you know, stay clear of the streets because it's nothing really comes good from it, you know? Yeah, no, and, I think a lot of kids need to hear that. There's a lot of people kind of younger ones idolize that life. They 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 see the money or they see the girls, they see, they see the 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 quote unquote respect you get from certain things. And 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 a lot of times as you see, man, and the people that you you go to bat for, you do these things in the streets with when 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 everything hits the fan, they gone. They yeah, gone. They, they don't got your the back. They don't, they don't got your back. And I'll tell you that firsthand, Freddie. As, as as soon as you get jammed up, whatever, everybody's gone in the wind. And there's mm. nobody there's nobody there except your real fa- immediate family who loves mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise than that, those so-called dudes who got your back, they're in the wind. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good when everything is good, but, you know, when, when, when people start getting in trouble to start getting pinched and everybody starts talking and looking out for themselves and, and, and that sense of Again, that they say loyalty or, or all that stuff to the streets, it go right out the window. Exactly. They're just talking a good one, singing a song and a dance, you know? No, definitely, definitely, man. So, um, yeah, man, I, that's what I got for you, man. I appreciate you, you number one, reaching out and wanting to do this with me. Um, uh, I think that's, that's very big. And and what you're doing like yourself, is too, is just really trying to find yourself and looking out. So, so I commend you on always trying to do better and, re- and really, uh, you know, getting yourself together and trying to avoid those mistakes that your dad made with you and being a better man for yourself and, and for your daughter and family, man. Of course. Of course, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. No doubt, man. Well, I appreciate you and, and thank you so much for taking the time, man. You stay blessed, my fan. Yeah, you too, man. God bless. Freddie, have a good night, man. And as always, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, your big brother loves you. Stay blessed. <laughs>